Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. If debit is your go-to card, Discover thinks it's time you get rewarded too. So check out Discover Cashback Debit, a game-changing checking account with cashback on everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Cashback isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cashback. And did I mention there are no fees, period? Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. Hey, girl, hey. Welcome to Taste of Taylor, my weekly podcast. I'm your host, Taylor Strecker of the live daily talk radio show, The Taylor Strecker Show. So here's the deal. On my radio show, we're like married up in there, okay? Yeah, like till death do us part. Or until you want a divorce. Totally up to you. But this podcast is where we date. Yes, you date me. You like... You get to know me, you try me on, you feel me out, and this is where I get to woo celebs, tastemakers, and influencers into falling in love with me. Anyone who knows me knows I'm like a professional social climber. And yeah, I wear that title like a badge of honor. But for real, my favorite part of being in the radio industry for 12 plus years is getting to meet interesting, inspiring, and exceptional people and getting them to talk about the pettiest things in the world. So if you love real talk with a touch of happiness and a ton of laughers, then you're in the right place. I hope you enjoy this little snack. Hey, girl, hey. Welcome to another episode of Taste of Taylor. It's my weekly podcast where I sit down with tastemakers, influencers, celebrities, bravo celebrities, and basically I just try to social climb my way into their hearts so we can be best <laughs> friends. Uh, right now, I actually I feel like we're already kind of friends. I mean... I feel we like once naked. you saw me in a Speedo <laughs> naked in the rain, you can't really come back from that. So, Ladies and gentlemen, Jeff uh, Perla. You might hey know him as uh, at the Travelin' Bum on Instagram and also your blog, thetravelin'bum.com. Yes, uh, the the bum. Um, Dude, I literally just said to Jeff, I didn't know you were the Travelin' Bum. What did you think I was? So here's the deal. So my girlfriend Taylor, she had a friend who was inspired by your blog or by your Instagram account, and she was trying to do like naked bum shots whenever she went hiking. Oh my god! And it was god. like she was ba- so basically Taylor's friend was trying to steal from you, <laughs> but you know what they say, honey. I was gonna say good artists borrow, great artists steal. Yes. And there's nothing to steal. We're already too far, you know. Exactly. You're way too far gone. She can't catch up to you. <laughs> so anyway, so uh, I I kind of know Jeff, and I feel like we've had a lot of like mutual friends trying to set us up to get together yes. to do some podcasting, um, and. Then we actually ended up being on the Betches voting bus like a couple weeks ago. That was a day. The fact that I don't have an ammonia right now, let's just say it's a miracle. And you were like dancing. First of all, your bum is so good. Did you grab it that day? I, I did don't know. grab it, honey. Sorry okay, to objectify your ass. I just wanted to make sure. But <laughs> I know, no, literally Hannah was like, oh my God, Hannah from Betches, just the audience knows her. Yeah, yeah. She was like, oh my God, he loves it. No, please grab it. He no. loves it. <laughs> Do you? I just think it's like a turn on. Like if I'm walking down the street and someone grabs my ass, maybe not so much, (laughs) but like in certain situations, who doesn't love their ass grabbed? I mean, you know what? Actually, I so I I so 
I need to like lose a few LBs. Don't say anything. I'm not, guys, I don't want, I don't want to hear it. But when I was like at like, so I used to always be like, I'm fat, like always. But I had a Kardashian body before Kardashians existed. You were like the original. And all the boys love, I mean, my milkshake brought all the boys to the autumn. They were like, yo, boy, it's so cool. I want to stick my penis in my, for real. And I had a great, great butt and a teeny tiny waist. And just like the ratio was just like, oh, it made everybody go crazy. And, but I would get like harassed by, like not like Harvey Weinstein style but like boys in school would like have crushes on me and like I would be like my booty was just like out at the locker and shit yeah. and they just like couldn't handle it but I really thought that I had a big fat butt and I was so embarrassed by it why would you ever be because I was just, I, I had bum bum shame I did was it like before like was it not cool to have a big butt back in the day? I feel like, so I'm probably a minute older than you. And so I'm 36. So I'm a millennial, okay. but I'm like also could be like Gen X. And I was growing up in a time when it was like Kate Moss was the ideal of beauty. And so that's like no bum bum. Yeah, that's like, like pancake twig. bum bum, twig, like no, no curves. Mm-hmm. So like my, if I always say if I had been brought up with the Kardashians as be- as icons of beauty, I might have really not had as many body image issues as I have for real. Because my mom growing up, it was like, oh, my butt's big. And then I I was like two next to her being like my butt's big which was like <laughs> impossible she's like no you shat your pants your diaper's full yeah but she's like oh god i have to stop saying this because i'm giving her this like bad body image yeah, yeah, but yeah. it definitely stuck with me i mean love my mom she's the best mom in the world but like these subtle things like trickle down and so i was always so ashamed of my butt when i should have been like showing it off but like guys yeah people will go crazy for my bum so i used to always like try to hide my bum but now i'm so sad like i let my cute bum go and i wish i could be you shaking so it you on know the, the weirdest bus. thing is do you know um have you ever seen grace and Frankie yes okay so there's this one part in Grace and Frankie that like really resonated with me and it was like they were all complaining how like saggy their tits are and everything (laughs) else and she was like I wish when I was younger and I would always complain about my body I took a whole bunch of naked pictures because I would just masturbate to them and look at them and now I'm too old and I don't have these pictures and so like I take naked pictures of myself every day once a week (laughs) like whatever I want because one day I'm gonna be fat and old and like I'm gonna want to look at that. You You're know, you need something to masturbate to, and you need to masturbate yes. to yourself, honey. I, why right. not? Right? So we're gonna talk about how this account came to be, and how your blog started, and how you embrace your own bum bum, and encourage others to embrace their naked bum bums as well. I'm bums down. are beautiful. Boy bums or girl bums. All bums are hot. I have to admit, I think a girl butt is more attractive than a guy's butt. Well, it's is because, that weird? It, it, well, it's because of our of, of the ratio to our stomachs. I think we have that Maybe. like kind of indentation where you guys are a little more straight up and down. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I do think that like like penises, sorry, but they're gross. <laughs> um, all right, we're gonna save this discussion for a later time when we and really get into this. To some people are gross. I but everyone loves a uh, bum, hun. Yes, exactly. Yes. We can agree on the ass. You have a great brand, buns Thank all you. the way. Thank you. Because I know a good ass. Yeah, I used to have one. Okay, so yeah, you still have a good one, don't honey. I. I'm gonna get it back. You know what? This is inspiring <laughs> me because I want I want to show my bum. We can totally do a we picture together. We need a spray I'm tan, ready honey. And uh, we and by we, right. I, me, <laughs> I need a spray tan. And I do need a little bit. And of- we also need warm weather. So you got at least like a, f- a good six months. I need months. a filter. <laughs> I'll filter your butt. Okay, I need also okay. airbrushing. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave that to you. <laughs> I'm going to send you the picture and you can do it. Okay. So, um, but, but when, so we, we met on the Betches bus and then we were talking. I was like, yeah, you got to come on the show. But like, tell me like your backstory. And the second you open your mouth, started telling me your story. I said, don't even tell me anymore. Come on the fucking show. Yeah. This is amazing. So done. Tell everybody like how you came to be you. Okay, so here's long story short. I am from Syracuse, New York, the mm-hmm. oldest kid um, to have three siblings. I was very straight. 
I thought it was very straight anyways. <laughs> and Honey. I was going to say I tried so hard. <laughs> uh, and I almost I made it. it through college before being outed. Um, so basically on my 21st birthday, I went home with a guy and not my girlfriend at the time. Okay. So she you. got left at a bar by herself. And I was home doing some damage with this little freshman when I was a senior. <laughs> And I didn't know what to do. And then, like, everybody started finding out. So I was, like, having a panic, at a panic attack. Of course. So I, like, drove home to Syracuse. I like, called my mom, screamed, crying. She's like, Jeff, just come home. What's wrong? And I was like, she was like, Jeff, are you gay? I was like, well, no shit. And, like, I just was <laughs> screaming. I was like, how did it take you so long to, like, ask me this question? She's like, well, I had no idea. Like, we would never care. Aww. And I'm like, oh, my God. And I'm like, well, glad that's over with. Right. And then I don't know why, but I was like, don't you dare ever like fucking tell anybody like to your mom, not cousin. I just I didn't want the oh conversation. My God. This is called internalized homophobia. And a lot of people in LGBTQ community have it. I also have it. I'm yeah. confused. It's just a thing. You know, I just I the thing I hated most is I felt like especially at that time. So this was like five years ago when I feel like being gay wasn't as cool. Mm -hmm. And like now being gay, I feel like it's kind of like a trendy thing. Thank which God, is I weird. hope it stays like this way forever. <laughs> I was going to say, like I'm almost like, like we're not even cool shit. anymore. Like we need I'm to actually, be trans now I'm or you're not, not cool. Even gay. Yeah. <laughs> Surprise. I'm just using my tailor just to like get famous. Can you imagine? My God, monster. No, you're right. Oh, I, interviewed Nick, I interviewed Nick Cannon and he was like, um, he, he was coming back with wilding out, like like phase 15. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, yo, put me on something. I'm a lesbian. I'm oh, married yeah. to a man. And he was like, are you trans? I was like, no. He's <laughs> That's like, like the new thing. Call me when you're trans. Yeah. I don't give a shit. I know. It's so, so funny. we missed out, but So yeah. anyway, so you were like, don't tell anyone. So I was like, don't tell anyone. I needed to like figure things out for myself. So I started like dating this kid. We dated for three years. And then karma bit me in the ass. And three years later, he ended up leaving me for a girl. Um, oh, well, blap. Yeah, it's quick to yell. Sexuality is fluid. Uh, I know, it's right? awful. I don't know. Like, it's great, with the two of us in here with our stories, I mean. It's fucked up. It's like, am I triggering you? No, not yet. I'll let you know. <laughs> Probably very soon. And I'm like, shit, this is like bringing back memories. This was a year and a half ago. So, so I'm like in a much, much better place so now. You're so, so you're in the closet in college. You're kind of like, you, you're kind of outed a little bit. A little bit. Then your family finds out. But you're like, your family's cool with it. But you're like, shut up. I don't want to talk about it with anybody. So you're still in the closet. Then you're digging a guy for three years. Yeah. But you're still closeted. I would say the first two years was like pretty closeted. And then that last year was like I was in grad school. So we were like trying to figure out what our next moves were going to be. So like I knew I was moving to New York. I always wanted to live here. So I was like, if we're going to do this, like I need you to go tenfold right now or like I'm not wasting my time. Okay. So like we started like talking to his family and my family and like my grandparents and like everybody knew everybody was cool with it. I moved to New York. He had one year left. And one day his roommate called me and was like, Jeff, like I know you and piece of shit think you're moving in together. I like that nickname. I, I just, you were not going to give him the credit by name. Uh -uh, dropping. No way. Um, so, and he was just like, I'm not going to let him move in with you because he's had a girlfriend behind your back for two months. <gasps> I don't know if it's serious or if he's just trying to put on a show. Cause it's like the end of his senior year. And I was like, I don't believe you. I was like, fuck this. So I was like, Googling it, like trying to find her, couldn't find her because he's so sketchy. Stop. So I was like, listen to his roommate. I was like, I need everything possible. I was like, I want her phone number. I want her Instagram. I want anything you possibly give me. And he's like, dude, I want no part in this. And I was like, listen, I will bring this to the grave. No one's going to know you gave me you're all the lying. dates. I already know you're lying. No, I swear I didn't say anything. This, he still probably doesn't know who actually told me. So 
I called her. And I was like, hey, we should probably talk. I don't know if you know who I am or not. She's like, aren't you his best friend? I'm like, oh, oh that's how I got named that. Shit. So I was like, you should call me ASAP. And she thought something happened to him. <gasps> and so he texted her and being like, don't talk to him. Like, we're not friends anymore. He's going to feed you a ton of bullshit. And so she's like, I'm not allowed to talk to you. Oh, my God. Um, and so all Ladies, of a sudden. Ladies, are you listening? Are so you listening? I was like, fuck this bitch. So I sent her everything I possibly could, like text messages, screenshots of his FaceTiming, like basically naked. I sent her all the goods. And you I, showed her the Damn right. I got, I got a phone call immediately being like, what the fuck? Like, you're lying. Like, this isn't real. I'm like, do you want to see more? I was like, what more do you need? She's like, tell me how it started, when, blah, blah, blah. And you're so like, I bitch, just you're like, the mistress. Yeah, I was like, how long have you been around? So I just went apeshit on her. So he did you both dirty. Yeah, but she, I'm pretty sure they're still together. Shut the fuck I up. I could be wrong because I blocked him on everything possible, but I think Question, she's a dumbass. Do you think he's gay and he just couldn't live the lifestyle? He couldn't commit to it? Like maybe his family wasn't as cool as yours? Well, or, he's from Ohio, so I feel like Ohio people, it's a little weird. Yeah, it definitely. I, I think where you live, definitely. Like I had a lot of emails from listeners who were like, I'm not out, but like you inspire me to be, but yeah, I yeah, live yeah. in like this deep, deep South. And like, this is like a big, like I have a, a listener who she's like my best friend and I like we're together, but everyone thinks we're best friends. And we live together because we're best friends, but we're lovers. And it's we, so insane. And we have I mean, it's really not as, insane though, but it's, it's so like sad. sad. Yeah, I know. But like no judgment, but like, but that's the thing. It's that like, but, but then when you're in it and you're the one who, whose heart gets broken, it's like, well, yes, a little bit of judgment. Oh, so it's awful. It's complicated. So wait a second. So they're still together. So wait, but didn't you get like outed? So here's after this, so here's the thing. So basically, I started the traveling bum. This is like how the traveling bum came to be itself. Okay, how? So so, so, so I was in grad. So no, I was in a relationship in grad school. Okay, so this after was this like one. in our prime. No. Okay. This was in our prime. Everything was good. We were figuring out how we were going to move in together. Okay, so we were going backward. Yes, back so we're now. going backwards. Okay, I'm following bit. with you. So the traveling bum started because I had. A influx of naked butt pictures of myself. <laughs> so I was like, shit, I'm just going to post these. Um, just like doing dumb dares by Niagara Falls. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I just was like, I'm just going to start posting my ass on Instagram. And it was anonymous, right? Your name was totally so anonymous. Yeah. I was like, I need to get a job. You right, know, I was right. like, I can't be naked. Oh my God, it sounds like betches. They're like, we're not just, we need fucking jobs. I love how the millennials are so creative, but they're also so aware. So, you know, because yeah. you hear horror stories. Yep. So I was like, okay, I'm just going to post them for fun. And then all of a sudden I hit like 10,000 followers. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, cool, you know, whatever. And so then somebody messaged me and was like, hey, like, can you feature like my butt? And he's like, I want to be anonymous, but can I share something like really personal about myself? I was like, yeah, like interesting. And so we started talking about how he's like in the closet and like he wanted like advice from like people who followed me in terms of like how to come out and things like that. And when I posted that picture, it got like... 3,000 likes, which was, like, a lot for me at the time. Wow. And everybody was, like, coming to me as if I was, like, a therapist. I was like, listen, That's I'm happens. not even fucking out myself. Right. Let alone, I can't help you. You're, like, blind leading the blind. Yeah, I'm like, closet shit. Like, in the closet. I was like, don't tell me or ask me anything. So I just started, like, posting people's things. And then, like, I really started to, like, go in on it. Because I was like, I really want people to, like coming to terms with themselves and I also thought I was way more open to being gay at this time mm -hmm. where like my ex was like still mortified wanted nothing to do with it so I would like 
post things, he'd obviously read it, and I was like, okay, this is making him feel better about himself. Right. So it was like a really good timing of everything where I thought it was going to help him come to terms with his own self. And actually what maybe it did is pushed him further back in. 100% because he did not like the publicity behind everything. Like, he's the type of person that just wanted, like, a 9-to-5 job, go home, go to work. Like, be a straight gay. Yes. Yep. Like, so hidden. Yep. And I have always been the kind of person that's like, Shout throw me to the wolves, yep. put me naked on the bus. Like, I got you. you oh, know? honey, I know. I'm <laughs> you. saw. Like, I was with I you. am so down for stuff no, like that. And free. I think it's fun. You're you. Yes. That's a beautiful, it's, a, it's a beautiful thing. Like, it was all so meant to happen the way it happened. And it was a great learning experience for me. Uh-huh. So, basically, from the whole traveling bomb, I would say I hit like 20K uh-huh. and Elite Daily emailed me and they were like, hey, can we do an interview on you? Like your account is so interesting. And I was like, shit, like no one knows who I am. Like I've kept this such a secret. Like if I do this, the whole world is like about to know. Uh-huh. And I was like, am I ready for this? Like, I don't know. And so I was like, okay, you know what? Like my family's not on social media. Like I only have 20,000 followers. Like, what does that really even mean? Right. So I was like, I'm just going to do this Elite Daily interview. Fuck it. Like, I would regret not doing it more so. Right. So I do the whole interview, and the article comes out, and obviously the Facebook (laughs) picture is, like, of my face. Like, not the butt, not anything. It's Jeff Perla, the gay – and I'm like, oh, fuck. (laughs) Did you not realize it was I didn't that? think it was. I thought it was going to be a different thumbnail. Oh, my God. So I'm God. like, oh. So. You're like, can I wear a mask in the picture? All, no, I know. Oh, my God. So all of a sudden, all these shares and well, text you're adorable. messages. Of course, I'm going to show you. And I'm like, oh. And then, like, my grandma sent me the cutest text. And I have it screenshot in my so phone somewhere. So you came out on Elite Daily. <laughs> yes. Honey, I, have to I thought I had that. a story yeah, coming yeah. out on Sirius no, Radio. I, I know. But it, I don't regret it. You know what I mean? Like, I felt nope. like. Like, I always was the kind of person that, so I haven't lived home since I was 17. You subconsciously did it because you wanted to do it. And this was the scary thing that you just did, like, pull the trigger, do it, and then you regret. The second I did, I had my coming out story on the air, my girlfriend was there with me. My manager was there with me. I had my my producers, my team of people. I burst into tears the second I was done. I got into my manager's car, and I cried the whole way home, and I said, I should not have fucking done that. It was the biggest mistake in my life. I wish I could take it back. And then I started to get the feedback, and then it was amazing. But But you had immediate regret when you instant regret as wow. did you right i i when you come at on a first platform, at first it was like initial initial shock did you so have- i like flip my phone over and i was like fuck this like i don't want to look but then it's like once you get the feedback and you see how responsive everyone was uh-huh. to the initial shock it was really positive so like it obviously makes you feel good about exactly yourself. exactly but so, then you get but then you get some negative stuff it's just inevitable oh my god yeah like what- obviously when the article came out there was other like let's say older gays who were like oh, is this what millennials are coming to? They have to be naked on social media to, like, feel comfortable with themselves. Like, and it's just like, you know what? It was just a joke. Yeah, like, everyone's got to calm down. Like, I don't know. But I think what I've learned is that, like, a lot of millennials have really resonated with it. And it's, like, helped them. Yep. Um, A lot of the older LGBT community people maybe Uh aren't as big of a fan of it because they think it's like sexualizing but I've never viewed it as a sexualizing I mean I'm a total prude okay Mm -hmm. and I am a cusper I'm Gen X but I'm I'm an elder millennial and I'm also kind of Gen X so I'm like in between so I feel like I can speak for the people and also my radio show the Taylor Strecker show this podcast I have like a more like Gen X mature audience and I have like kind of like a new uh, which I adore millennial audience coming in so I I feel like I can speak for everyone I am a piggy skeeper 
but between the two of us, we're hitting all demographics. We're firing all cylinders, baby. I'm the G and you're the Al, and we're just missing the other two. But you know, G and a Q. Yeah. Uh, but that's the thing. And then a lot of other new letters. That I, yeah, that I was going to say, know. I think F. <laughs> oh, B. I'm kind of a B. I, well, we're going to talk about we that. We both have been Bs. We've been Bs. Yeah. I came out as a B. Yep. Because I thought it was going to like help my cause you know what i mean i figured yes. like, hey i'm bi so it's like kind i think of i also follow as a cool. q because like queer can also be like more like you believe in like the spectrum i do believe in the spectrum but i am not the spectrum i am the spec i don't know what i am i'm Girl, confused you got a girlfriend i'm confused that begins with a c i'm que- <laughs> questioning that's q i think it can be it, 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 you can intersperse the two but like so as me though i really i feel like i can you know i'm a peacemaker between the generations and i will say this I don't like. I'm not like. Oh my God, sex! I'm yeah, like yeah, yeah. bums. My my PR statement is: nervous. you are freeing yourself from your story. Hey, loveys, it's time for a quick break to talk about one of our new sponsors, Scentbird. I'm so psyched and honored that we're working with Scentbird. So it's a luxury perfume subscription service, and I love it for maybe a different reason than you're gonna love it. I really feel like it's for everyone, whether you are kind of a bit of a baby with scents like me, and you need like training wheels, or you're like a scent expert you just like love freaking scents and you want to like mix and match and use them for all sorts of things everybody men women alike scent is for all so here's my deal with scents I'm very scent sensitive. So I would say I probably like a little less than 50% of all scents out there. Like I, I definitely like I have like a sensitive little nasal cavity. And so I find it very difficult to find a scent that I absolutely love. And so what ends up happening is I just give up because I hate going to a department store, pushy people trying to sell me on all these different scents, then having to smell all the scents. I get like such a serious migraine. It's like no joke. And then I'll settle on something, but I can barely smell it by that point. And then I spend so much money on the bottle and then I spray it when I get home and I don't like it or it gives me a headache and then I'm stuck with this damn bottle. Scentbird has 450 designer brands and you choose one every month. So let's say I want to try out a Gucci. I tried out Gucci recently and it was actually fantastic. They've got Prada, they got Kate Spade, they've got Dolce & Gabbana, uh, they've got everything. And quite frankly, it's kind of like you go on a monthly scent adventure. I think it's the best thing in the world. So pick a perfume of your choice. They'll send you a 30-day supply and free shipping at all times. And also just saying, I think it's a great gift for a friend or maybe for a boyfriend. Yes, they have colognes as well. I also think it's great because if you are like me and you're looking for your favorite scent, it's a great way to find your favorite scent without spending ridiculous amounts of money and also hurting your cute little nasal cavity. Also, there's some people who just like you love a scent for something different. So you can like have like a work scent, a party scent. You can try out like a romantic date scent. Scentbird is really, it's for everyone. And that's why I always use Scentbird.com. And we have an exclusive offer for you. You're going to get 50% off your first month today. That's going to be only $7.50 for your first perfume. Mm-hmm. That's S-C-E-N-T-Bird.com slash Taylor. And use my code Taylor for 50% off your first month. Again, S-C-E-N-T-Bird.com slash Taylor. Sign on. Smell amazing. Some of them are more sexual than others. How about that? Well, so I actually got in like a thing with Instagram back in the day oh, and they oh, yeah. deleted me. I'm sure. And I learned from that that they will keep me around. I'm just not allowed to do like splits or handstands or like <laughs> it's got to be like you're in a scenic ass place. Nothing outdoor. Like it's got to be your, a really beautiful your photo. Your frack and beans must be covered. Yeah, literally. Yeah. Like Photoshop's <laughs> no, not cutting it. And no butthole. No, no holes. No, no, no. <laughs> Good to 
to know for the future. I, yes, exactly. Instagram entrepreneurs so out there. So if you're going to DM me, do not DM me a whole pick, a split pick. <laughs> A handstand pick, like, <laughs> gotta keep it classy. I love you so much. <laughs> this is so genius. You know, I know that the older LGBTQ, LGBTQ community, men, uh, gay men, lesbian women, I know they live through a very different time than us. I actually had a really good friend of mine who's kind of like, he's like a... Like a Deepak Chopra of the gay community. Oh, um, and I'm not going to say his name to protect his identity for this story, but he asked me to go on the OutQ channel. That was the gay channel at Sirius when I was at Sirius. And I was like, sure. So we, my friend and I introduced him to the like head guys of the OutQ channel. Um, Larry Flick um, is a guy's name. And I love Larry, but Larry's like old school gay man. He's a bear. He's like mm-hmm. been in the community forever. He lived through the AIDS epidemic. He watched friends die, you yeah. know? And so I remember my friend came in and I thought it was going to be like all good and copacetic. And apparently they just went in on my friend and they were like, who the fuck oh, are you with your cheer and joy? You have no idea what the path, oh. the pave, the, like the pavement we laid for you to get here. Like, do you respect us? Do you that's get what and, you get all? I mean, personally, he, I get that quite often. He got lie. berated, and so that's. So I'm now hearing your story. I'm like, okay, you're probably getting the same thing. Lesbian community, I'm not that entrenched in, so maybe I don't quite, you know, uh, maybe I haven't had that reaction because I'm just not like in it that much. I also don't understand the lesbian community. Well, this is the fun, funny thing. Like, I kind of understand the gay community, but like, I also like don't understand the gay community. So I feel like you and I can really like teach each other things right now but I will say that that I think that there is like I think there's a generational war amongst like no matter what your sexuality is but I I think there's a major one not so much the lesbian community, but really so much in the gay male I community. I totally agree. And I don't know if it's like I an think envious it's based, type thing. I think it's based or, on a lot of things that maybe yeah. are, are emotional, yeah, but yeah. I think some of them are really real. I think the AIDS epidemic was is like, have you watched The Normal Heart? The Normal Heart? I have not, but I just saw Boy Erased. Have you ever seen that movie? No. Like? So Boy Erased is about um, gay conversion therapy. Oh, my God. And how God. this family sent this boy. And it's based on a true story, how the kid like moved to New York because his family didn't accept him. Uh-huh. And then, like, four years later, they finally accepted him once he moved away and became successful as a writer. Right. Um, but, like, it's really, like, a gut-wrenching story. That's I think it's like, important for us as the the newer versions, like, because it is, it's still a hard path to walk, but it's a much easier path to walk. I think it's important for us to educate us. Do you us. think that, though? Because sometimes I get confused and, like, I get a lot of messages from people and they... It's really not an easier path to walk. No, it's, it's still only hard. because we live in this bubble in New York. So you think it's you're okay. Right. You're right. And then you're blinded from like you're the right. Ohio's, middle America, other you're places right. in the world. You're right. So I sometimes always try to remember what it feels like, but you kind of forget once you're like comfortable out and you're like, it's Living hard. Your best it, life. You can kind of go back there, but it's hard to go back back there. Like yeah. when you were in utter terror, because that's what it feels like. But I do think it's important for us to like educate us about the 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 gay people who came before us. You know, I totally agree. And so like on, on the normal heart, it's uh, Mark Ruffalo, it's Taylor Kitsch, it's uh, Matt Bomer. It's amazing. First of all, it's so hot. Uh, second of all, like like they're all so hot. He is beautiful, yes. Um, but like it's so heart-wrenching and so sad. It's about the AIDS epidemic. And it's just like it, it just – Is it on Netflix? It's on HBO. Okay, I'm going to have to look that Watch up. it, honey. I'm telling you, it's, it's everything. But with that being said, so I think that there's definitely like generational issues when it comes like even like – I think people automatically go, oh, LGBTQ community. Oh, my God, you're gay. I have a gay friend. You guys are going to fall oh in love. Or God, you'll be I best friends. that. And, or now that I'm like with a oh, girl. And then you look like the asshole – Cause it's like, yo, like I, that's not my type. Like I've never hooked up with a blonde person. So like when the, like, he could oh, be a hot guy, you, you I had to throw it out there. <laughs> 
<laughs> now you're gonna have all the blondes coming Taylor's out. Taylor's cute though. Taylor's cute though. <laughs> um, no, but I just like that's not my type. So when everyone's like, "Oh my god, I have the hottest gay friend for you," I'm like, "Okay, you could have a six pack. You could be six four. Like that's great, but like I'm not popping a chub. Like I get nothing from your blondness. I'm not popping a chub. <laughs> you know job. what I mean, though. But that's the thing is that I feel like everybody just thinks, "Oh, you're gay," and I, I think queer eye. Do you watch the new Love queer it, yes. eye? So they did a really good job when all of all of the queer eye guys worked with a cha- a transgendered woman who was transitioning to becoming a man. Yep. And they were like crying. Like Tan was like, I'm so ignorant. I feel so judgmental. I never understood the trans community. So just because we're all in like this like quote unquote gay bubble or LGBTQ bubble, we're also different. I mean, even within the lesbian community, there's different types of lesbians. Like well, I feel I've like- I've never we- thought about trans. Like love, tra- I have a lot of trans friends. Like I'm not talking shit. But I've never understood why trans is mixed in with like the gay community. Like trans isn't a sexuality. Like trans is like gender identity. Like I'm not meant to be a man. So like if you change identities, you're not necessarily changing your sexuality. You're changing your gender. Exactly. So like I feel like back in the day we got grouped into like LGBTQ, like whatever, because we were so different than the rest of the world. Yes. So they just threw all the quote unquote weirdos you're in saying, this category. No, you're absolutely cool queer, right? Like, we're, we're, we're all fringe, yes, right? We're fringe. Exactly. We, we march the beat of our own drum. Yes. We're different than the, the than mainstream America. Yep. But it's like, no, we're just people who want to have sex with the same <laughs> sex people. <laughs> and, and just that's live just our really best it. lives, you know? But that's the thing is like, like when you are, when you are a minority, which I guess we would be being lgbtq you are automatically that's your number one identifier right number one identifier but it's like i still am taylor strecker and still like have so many other facets of me that make me me like my sexuality has never been even when i thought i was straight like i wasn't like oh i love dirk well obviously now and i was gonna say to you though (laughs) but that's the thing is that like now but like i just feel like i never like my number one identifier was never sex and just because now i've happened to fall in love with a woman and in dating a woman and enjoy sex with her that doesn't mean that that's like still like what I lead with and I think that that's something that the straight community or like mainstream community needs to wrap their head around like I was just talking about this recently but I'll reiterate it again but like when my girlfriend and I were friends, we were just friends. And I didn't even know she was gay. I kept trying to set her up with fucking guys. And oh, finally, God. our uh, the straightest man in the world was like, stop doing that. You're making her feel weird. And I was like, what? And he was like, she's gay. And no I was way. like, a lesbian? That's how you prison? found out? Yes. So, anyway, so she told me, he said, you have to act surprised. And she told she tells you. So she told me oh, when we, we were together for um, New Year's Eve. And I was like, oh. <gasps> Bob, like, as I live and breathe raisin, oh. I had to, like, pretend like I didn't know. Um, but I was, no, but I said to her, you know what? Thank you for sharing with this me. Like, I feel very honored that you would trust me with this. However, that's not fair that you have to do that every time you make a new friend. I totally agree. But now that you just started sharing that story, I need to know the rest of it. So anyway, so she came out and I was like, but I, don't forget, I had known. And yes. I love gay men. I have always had gay men as my friends. I feel like, you know, you're not a cool girl unless a gay guy gives you a stamp of approval. Oh, hands down. So, but I never had really lesbian friends. I had a, a friend growing up that I knew was gay when we were little, but like she never acknowledged it. She was like, I love boys. And I was like, girl, oh, yeah, like, With that voice, no. <laughs> <laughs> and so she, but but like then it then it like it came out that she was um she married a, a girl who was actually straight, but then they got married, and then they got a divorce. Now she's with a new girl. And I remember when I was married, living in my mansion apartment in Tribeca. Mm. 
very unhappy. I met with her, and she's like a different type of lesbian to me, and, and even in the way she looks. So she has like a very short haircut. She's more of like a stereotypical, like she's like, I would say butch is the b- word to describe her. I don't her. know. She's like sporty, but I wouldn't say butch, but maybe. Well, I think she would I don't say understand butch. lesbian. I don't so either. I don't so now I'm scared. If yeah, I, I, was like, anybody, I'm sorry. <laughs> I was like, I don't know what well, your she, terms are. She only I'm wears still suits. struggling with she like bear and otter, wear, and like that's on whole... What's an otter? Oh my God. We have so many gay questions to ask each other. I don't know. Okay, so we're going to do a little gay lesson. You're going to teach me a game, and I'm going to teach you about lesbian women. I don't know. All gay men. We'll try. I'm trying. Okay, okay. Learn together. But so, but she's like, she always wears like a three piece suit, like, like really, like into like, I like you look at her and you're, she's undeniably a lesbian. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? You're not questioning it. Makes sense. Um, and I remember she was telling me everything, and I was like, not that I was attracted to her, but I was like. I'm with I'm a lesbian, <laughs> you know. But she was like one of my only lesbian friends. I was kind of scared of it, and she still didn't understand it or whatever. So when I met Tay, I was so proud of myself. I was like, I've got a lesbian yes. friend. I'm so now and with it. It's so <laughs> cool. And I knew I was getting a divorce before I even met Taylor. I had been looking at apartments because I remember when we first met. She was like, I'm gonna live in Fidei, and I was like, Me too, because I've been. But was this because of your sexuality, or you just were over the guy? I was over the relationship. I was over the family. I was over like just our entire dynamic. We fought all the time. It was just, it was, it was not good for either one of us. So I already knew I was getting a divorce. I thought I was going to move to food to find, I find a rich husband again, Mm -hmm. again, and you know, go on with my merry way, whatever you think in a mil in a million years, I was going to end up with a girl. Never. Did you ever hook up with a girl? Never. You lie. Swear to baby Jeebus. Not any awkward time in college. Not like. I kissed one friend in college because our best guy friends, pervs, were Mm. like, yo, if you got, we want a pita pit. And they were, you know, pita pit. You were in Syracuse. I went to Ithaca. I was going to (laughs) say. And so I was like, Leah. Oh, we gotta get Peter Pitt, man. I'm so fucking drunk and hungry. She was like, I know. And it was like the end of the semester. We were so broke as a joke. And they were like, if you guys make out with tongue. And we were like, no. And you're like, and I was like, I'll just grab her boob and stuff. And they were like, no. So they made us kiss with tongue. And we were so uncomfortable. It was not, it, it, it made me tingle in my tingy zero. Uh, it was like, so like, this is my friend. And at it was least like, you knew. And then I was mad at the guys for like making us do but that. But at least you got Peter. But I got Peter Pitt, and that's all that matters yeah. in life. But I definitely remember, like, I mean, I never, when I look, look, look back, like, Blake Lively confused me and sister to the traveling pants. But I just thought I wanted yeah. to look like her. Or there was a girl I had to play field hockey with. Yes, don't laugh. In my Algo Catholic <laughs> high school, please don't laugh. Hey, I went to one too, but, like, I did not participate in But I in really shit. didn't know. I, like, this is, then this is the thing when, when that's, that's what I'm saying about, you know, knowing you're gay. It's like, there's people who go through their entire adolescence, high school, college, adulthood, and having no clue. And then there's people that know the second they're born and they struggle with it and, and when they're going to come out their whole lives. Like, I probably had to struggle with coming out for a year. Hey, guys. Just a real quick break from one of our sponsors, Sustain. Have you heard of Sustain? Well, you should. Especially if you have a vagina. Sustain is a one-stop shop for vagina-friendly products, including condoms, lube, tampons, and oh, so much more. So, fun fact, vaginas are actually one of the most absorbent parts of your body. And what goes inside there really counts, girl. So vagina-friendly is very important. So Sustain cares a lot about organic, vegan, fair trade, sustainably made, and of course, free of synthetic ingredients commonly found in some other brands. So they're like taking care of your lady pots a big time. It's really important that we know what we're putting inside our vaginas, and Sustain wants to give us good options about what we're putting in our very gentle and special bits. 
They've got 100% organic cotton tampons, pads, and liners, and now even period underwear. Sustain is a service that you can actually subscribe to online, which is great because then it just comes to your door month after month, but a subscription is not required. Anyway, I'm a fan of the subscription because you don't have to worry about remembering. You just have your products there one extra time a month, and uh, you're never running out. But again, no subscription is required, but girl, hello. I mean, just do it. Anyway, right now, listeners of Taste of Taylor can get 20% off your first one-time order and free shipping when you sign up at SustainNatural.com and use code Taylor at checkout. That's SustainNatural.com, promo code Taylor, T-A-Y-L-O-R, for all-natural, vagina-friendly products that put women's bodies first. And now, back to the podcast. That was, that was my journey. I and definitely it was knew my whole life. You knew your whole life. And I was like, the minute I had sex with a girl, I was like, lit, I can do this shit. Like, I was like, so happy. I was like, I'm going to fake this for life. Oh, my God. And then Do you think you would always just have boys on the side? Is that what you thought you would do? Well, no, because I didn't, like, hook up with them. So, like, when I was blacked out on my 21st birthday and had no recollection, I was just like, holy shit. You gave in to your wants desires. And I had no idea what I did, even. So it was just like a really weird time, you know? I feel like everybody has their own time when you figure your shit out. But that's the thing. And Everyone thinks every gay person like knew from the second they were born. And I do believe you're born this way. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not counteracting yep. that. But I think that we all discover it different times for various reasons. Like my therapist, I remember, because I was like, I think I want to make up with Taylor <laughs> after I got divorced. And he was like, do it. Yeah. And I was like, no. And I'm like, I'm not gay. And he was like, Taylor, first of all, stop. Like spectrum. And he was like, second of all, like you were raised so Catholic and like in such like a um, conservative like environment, you maybe never even let yourself go there. He's like, did you ever really like having sex with guys? I was like, no. But I thought I didn't like it because I thought that it, I was mad at myself for having sex with boys before I was married because I thought that that was bad and oh, sinful. So I just thought my guilt was what made me not like sex. And then I also decided, uh, like when I was in my mid twenties, that everyone hated sex and giving blowjobs, and they were all a bunch of fucking liars wow. or they were stupid. Literally, I convinced. So you know how many of my fans I had to apologize to. I was like, I'm sorry for the last 10 years of horrible advice about <laughs> sex. <laughs> I worked on Cosmo Magazine Radio. I'm like, I'm so sorry. Like, what the hell did I tell these people to do? And some of them were like, oh my God, girl, we knew. You hate dick. <laughs> and then other people were like, what? <laughs> you know, everybody projects their own shit. But I do think it's so funny because everyone thinks that all gay people are the same. Like you said, they lump us together. And we all are so different with such different stories. Like where I go out, you're not going out. Uh-uh. You know what I mean? I'm also not going to the cubby hole. That's not the kind of lesbian that I am. What the fuck is the cubby hole? It's like a lesbian lesbian bar and I'm terrified. Oh, I don't want to go there either then. I don't want to go there because I feel like people are going to hit on my girlfriend and ignore me and I'm going to get in a fight with her. That's probable. <laughs> Sounds really, really pro- At least you already knew that would happen. So you're good. I think being self-aware is the most important yes. thing. <laughs> being. But anyway, it, but it is so funny because like your story of being gay is not my story of being gay and like it's not the same as somebody who's trans. It's just like I do think that we all get lumped into this community and it's like we don't even fucking understand each other in this community. Not we barely understand all. ourselves in our own letter. Definitely. I, do, I definitely don't understand letter one time somebody told me i was an otter and i'm like what's what the an, fuck otter? Is an otter apparently an otter is somebody who's like subtle hair but like not super jockey so like i'm like toned but like you're not counting my abs so apparently that classifies as otter because i'm now over the age of 25 so i'm no longer considered a twink <laughs> so like you get these like stupid ass names and it's like your what's more fu- confusing than my oh world. my god it's awful it's like do you have a penis or no then let's talk okay so here's the you question know? for me with you guys so in the, this is something i just recently learned so in the gay man community yes um 
there are tops and bottoms. So, like, if you're lesbians, it's like, you can do the exact same thing to each other, or not, or whatever, or, like, figure out your own, like, special sauce, you know? know. Uh, uh. But, <laughs> no. but, in but gay guys, like, you're a top or bottom. So, like, let's say you have amazing chemistry with somebody, and you're like, fuck, we're both tops. Okay, does but it here's, not, here's it not the work difference, out? though. So, I can say, at least for myself, is I like a man who can do both. You know okay. what I mean? Like, there's times if I, like, Are you a bisexual home, gay man? Apparently, <laughs> shit. No, but there's times when you just, like, get home and you're like, I want to be, like, choked out and banged. No, what? And then there's other times I come home and I want to choke someone and bang. Okay. So it's, like, all based on my mood that day. So, so you're a flipsy flopsy. I love to flip flop. <laughs> but then there's also times when you meet people and I'm, this, like, is the, my biggest turnoff. It's, like... I only bottom. And it's like, okay, bitch, then we are never going to have sex. Because, what does that even mean? Okay, so if you're a bottom, that means you are so specific and you only like to get fucked in the butt. Okay, thank you for being so graphic. Um, I kept out <laughs> a lot of details. Um, but that's what a bottom is. And then a top is somebody who, for the most part, probably had a bad bottoming experience. Oh. And so now they strictly like to top and they like act like, oh, I'm a top because they are like have some issues down below where that's their thing now. Okay, okay. So. And then there's like, I feel like there's a lot of different sects of gay men. Like there's like bears, there's twinks, there's otters, there's jockeys. Yeah, I would say I'm like on the verge of being like a jockey man, but like. Do I you think it's harder to date as a gay man than it is as a lesbian? Um, hands down, because I think lesbians are way more intrigued emotionally. Totally. Where gay men are I'll more intrigued physically. Oh, look at me and my girlfriend. Physically. We epitomize that. Uh, yes. And gay men are more intrigued physically. Yes. So, like, the minute the physical temptation is done, they're just like, fuck you. Like, I found someone else at this circuit party last night. Like, we're done. Do you think it's harder to be a woman, straight woman, physically, living in New York City, Manhattan, dating, competing with models and all these gorgeous girls? Or do you think it's harder to be a gay man dating in Manhattan? Wow. I'm going to have to be gay man dating in Manhattan. I think it is hands too. Down. I think gay men are the most, like, sorry, but superficial slash gorgeous. But this is how I compartmentalize this in my brain. And I don't mean it as an insult. No, I'm sorry I, if it came across no, like that. I, I agree with what you're saying is because I think for so long you have like shunned this part of your brain away, right? Yes. So like I didn't have sex with a guy until my 21st birthday. Okay. Where like five years prior to that, all my guy friends were having sex with girls. They knew their sexuality. They knew themselves. So I'm already five years late than they are. Right. So now it's like you're a late bloomer doing all the fucked up shit. So I view myself as like a gay guy in high school. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. I'm exploring. I'm living my best life. Yep. That makes and sense. Five more years. Maybe I'll be more mature. Maybe I want to be in a relationship. Yep. I'll be more apt to like marry a guy. I don't know. But right now it's like, I'm still doing my thing, growing my career, figuring it out. I and never I'm not thought of it like that because when I met Taylor and like when like after post I was separation and when I was divorced when you started to date and like whatever we were doing I was just like we're hooking up I don't even want to like identify as anything yeah but I remember I was like this is like out of control middle school high school love shit that I am like that scares the crap out of me because it was like so I felt like an adolescent a puppy dog and then yep. I felt like I didn't know any of the rules and yep. then I got psycho and jealous oh always I've Who's even not down a psycho now. and jealous bitch. <laughs> 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 I was like you can't survive here if you're not a little psycho and jealous. I'm 
so psycho and so jealous. But I try to temper it so I don't like make her run away from me. But like it is, it's so crazy. You really do. When you finally come out, you you go through like a, like a rejuvenance of your adolescence. It's 100%. really crazy. Yeah. And your brain gets all fucked up again. So fucked up. Okay, so we are running out of time. I have a feeling you're going to have to come back for sure, and we're going to have to continue this conversation. I was going to say, we, we are trying all... to take, oh, oh we're <laughs> trying to, to conquer way too much right now. Like, we need to, I like, was going to say, break it down one bit at a time. Yeah. Episode two coming soon. Okay, wait. <laughs> but, um, but what are your questions for me? Okay, so I don't even know how lesbians have sex. So, like, for example, like, I have, like, never ate out a girl because it scares me. Yes. Like, I fingered a girl's, like, whatever, had sex with them, but it felt like such a gross, wet cave that I never wanted to be in Okay, again. well, think about this. So, this is exactly fa- the way I feel about penises. They're, like, these scary flesh swords that want to stab me in the places I do not want to be stabbed But it feels in. good. Do you not use no, sex it, toys? It, you it, don't it use sex hurt. toys now? It felt hurt. I don't like penetration. So no, currently you don't do penetration. Right we now. do not use wow. a strap on. And don't and aren't you shocked? Don't you think? Don't you picture every les- a lesbian couple with like a I dildo? Feel like you all have. Like- it is not true. Some, of course, they do. I don't want to take oh. away like their moment, but like for for us, <laughs> that is not how we roll. We are penis free zone. But that like, means real life how, penises like when you say and you're having plastic sex, ones. What does that entail? It just entails like a lot of like emotions and lovemaking. Oh my god, I want to die. <laughs> <laughs> Ew. Ew. Oh, like, I, I know it's like no one's more homophobic than gay people. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, ew, gross. Ew. I'm like, I'm, like, ew, right. gross, I'm ew, done. What? I'm done. <laughs> we're done. Okay, we are done for now. But I think we have to go and we have to investigate further. Yeah, we're going to have episode two called Gay Men Understand Lesbians and Lesbians Understand Gay Men. I think men. so. Well, wait, do, le- do gay men hate lesbians? No, but I won't lie. Like, I really don't really have lesbian friends. Me neither. <laughs> Like, I'm like trying to think of like if I have any and I don't. I'm actually starting to collect more, but I do. I did watch the L word. That was like my my girlfriend's foray into me learning how to be a lesbian, mm-hmm. and it was very scary. It's like if you told like a sweet girl from like the middle of the country to watch um to, like to learn about like what it's gonna be like to date a boy, a, a straight girl, and made her watch Nano Two One Zero, she'd be like, "All my friends are gonna fuck <laughs> each other," because that's the L word. And that's what it basically kind so of. It's a bad representation though, because like I'm like, but like, so I don't want to hang out with lesbians for a long time because I was. Like they're gonna steal my tailor away from me. Well, I guess but if it was the gay real. community, it might be probable. But that's the thing. I think that's. I think in the. Yeah. I think in gay man community, it is very like incestuous, where it's like friends hook up with friends, and like it's yeah. just, you have to accept it. But I think men are also less emotionally attached, so they get over it faster. Like where- this way weekend, literally, we went to brunch, and my friend like blacked out. He fell headfirst into my garbage outside my apartment. So I had to carry him upstairs. Stop. And I was with another one of our friends. And we were like, should we go out? What should we do? And so let's just put on a movie, chill, and like wait a minute. Yeah. So my friend Max is snoring in bed. And then me and my other friend just like start hooking up while Max is in bed. Stop. And then we just were like, yo, that was so funny last night. Like thought exactly. nothing of it. We'll go girls, out next week. You weekend. know the joke with lesbians, right? The second date they bring a U-Haul. So with a girl, it's like <laughs> we're in love. I've we're literally never married. heard that before. You. And listen, maybe there's tons <laughs> of lesbians who like can like totally hook up, and they, it's like it's like they feel nothing. But like for me, I'm I would not be that kind. Like I'm learning. So so I so I feel like for girls, it's like if you're stealing, if, if there's like girlfriend swapping going on, there are deep rooted anger, deep, and like deep, resentment, yes. and like I'm gonna someday I'm gonna get you uh, back. I don't want to play around in that. Mass. No, that sounds. 
sounds but scary. I will say Tay and I have met some like other friends who are lesbians. Some are in couples, some are not. And I'm learning to be less threatened by them being around her. Like I'm actually just learning to trust her more. I don't trust any of those lesbians. No, I get it. <laughs> I wouldn't either. I don't trust any of my go- like if my future boyfriend was be like, oh, I'm going out with the boys, and no. I'd be like, oh, fuck this. <laughs> like, I was like, I know my friends, and that's not cute. No, no, no. But I do think that I think that gay the gay community gets a reputation for being like hyper promiscuous and i don't think i think again that's another misnomer i don't think all gay people are hyper promiscuous and i'm also in that like 25 age range with my friends so all 25 year olds are hyper and that's what i'm saying so i feel like i'm not gonna like judge my friends or whatever but like a little shady sometimes it's also a political statement on the part of the gay male community that i learned from the normal heart like the the promiscuity it's 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 like it's actually like a like a cornerstone of the political point so interesting you should watch it it's really good but anyway i feel like we have so much more to learn from each other we do and i'm just like really loving you and i'm here for you i know i feel like we shouldn't have to leave but we all have to leave. i know i know well we'll have you back on um jeff so wait so a real quick before i let you go so your instagram which is uh the traveling no g bum um i love that you use bum too so classy. I, I, mean, I grew up in a house that was all about the bum bum and the bums. Same. We never said butt. Oh, we, we don't use... say fart. We say fluff. Oh, what kind of household is this? A wonderful one. Oh, my God. That confuses me about my sexuality until I'm in my 30s. I was going to say <laughs> shit. <laughs> well, then. Um, Can't relate. <laughs> but travel and bum. Um, so, I mean, did you set out when you made this Instagram account for it to have... <laughs> 75,000 or whatever, however many you have followers. Was that the Obviously point? Obviously not. I mean, I still don't know where the end game is. You know what I mean? Sorry, you could be 76. like. 76.4. Sorry. Thank you. Well, hopefully by the time this airs, we'll be at 80. Yes, honey. Um, yes. No, but like realistically, it's like I don't have an end game for it. I don't know big picture what I want to do with my life. I'm just like rolling with all these different opportunities. And like, I feel like once the right thing comes along and I'm like, yes, this is what you're doing. Then like, I'm going to take it. But for right now, I'm just like kind of enjoying the ride and Honey, seeing where we end up. You've had a long journey. Enjoy where you are right now. <laughs> and the, and also your bum's so cute. You should share Thank it with you. the world. It really, it's the cutest bum in the world. Like I just want to pinch, pinch, pinch um, it all the time. Well, you could touch it anytime. Okay. <laughs> um, you're like, please objectify me. I'm like, let's do more. So follow Jeff Perla at the traveling bum on Instagram. Also, you have a blog. Yes, yes. travelingbum.com. And also, I mean, I know it's like a, like a silly like look at my bum thing, but and like don't show the whole and don't the like The stories are really beautiful. But really you're con- you're creating a community and you're connecting people and you're inspiring people. You really are. I appreciate that. Thank you're you. You're doing good, honey. Okay, well, I love you very much. Love and I you. It, I'm sad to say goodbye. Well, like I'll see you in like a couple days. Okay. So it's okay. <laughs> and you guys, uh, I hope you enjoyed this. If you did, please share it with your friends. You can uh I don't know, um send it to them, so ask them to subscribe, have them rate it, have them review and it's, also submit your stories to me if you have a good coming out story please, or a weird sexual experience or please. something you want advice on. Share your story because your story will resonate with somebody and yep. you don't know if your story might help somebody else come out. And that's the thing. And, and like Jeff and I are here confused as well. But like we also are here to help you guys as well. I mean, seriously, yep. I think that the, uh, what we can all do for each other, whether you identify as gay, lesbian, bisexual, queer, questioning, transgender, whatever it is, sharing your story, asking questions, reaching out to people. I mean, that's I mean, it, it, it's amazing the impact. It's it has. always good to feel like you're not alone. Exactly. And we're and you're not. We're here. Yeah. We're crazy equally asses. confused. And we're so confused. <laughs> and I think more confused after this conversation. You guys have a great one. And we'll be back next Wednesday with a brand new Taste of Taylor. And bye in guys. the meantime, bye guys. And Thank in the meantime, you. you can always subscribe to my radio show, The Taylor Strecker Show, by going to taylorstrecker.com. Yay. Yay. Okay. Bye guys. Bye. Bye.
Did you enjoy this taste of me? Want more? Then go to taylorstrecker.com and sign up for my daily talk radio show, The Taylor Strecker Show, and listen live or on demand.